Hello and welcome to the Art of Communication podcast with me, Robin Kermode. Have you ever wished you could become a confident speaker or presenter? Then why not join my online masterclass, Speak So Your Audience Will Listen. In 10 easy-to-follow modules, you can become a confident and authentic speaker. For more information, visit robinkermode.com. Hello, it's Sian Hansen here. Welcome to another podcast with Robin Kermode. Hello. And we're going to talk about tone. It's a complicated subject, but it's really important, isn't it? It's really subtle, actually. It's the feeling you want somebody to have after they receive your message, however you give that. I suppose what you're really trying to do is get the person you're talking to or writing to to feel a certain way. Is that right? It's a feeling that you put behind the words. Yes, it's actually an interpretation of our feeling. So, for example, imagine you're the boss of a company and you've got your team in front of you. If you say to them, so here's a picture of the new office block. You think you don't like it, do you? (laughs) Or I could say, so here's a picture of our new office block. Oh, you're not changing the words. Not changing the words. You're just changing your tone. And actually, of course, it's before the tone. The tone is the end result, but it's the intention. What do I want you to feel? If I feel the new office block is great, I want you to feel that I think it's great. You can respond however you want to, yeah. but from a speaker's point of view, and not just a speaker in a presenting or a speaker giving a speech, but just in normal conversation, we want somebody that we're talking to to know what we feel about something. Right. And they go, ah, oh, okay, you feel that, I agree or disagree. Okay. Well, it sounds like it's of vast importance then. Mm. You can so easily get it wrong. But I imagine the tone of voice or the tone of the written word determines the outcome. Are we saying what's actually written or what you say don't matter? Well, they do matter. The challenge, of course, with a lot of modern communication, say on texting, is there's no room for interpretation. It's just the words. So if you say, I really don't want to go to that party, that's flat. Now the reader will read that and they could hear you saying, I really don't want to go to that party. You go, whoa, really aggressive. They hear it in many different ways. Or they go, do you know, I really don't want to go to that party. The trouble is, because it's just written, there's no interpretation of that. Ah, but emojis help. I think that's why they were invented, for that reason, yeah. Well, they were invented for lots of reasons, because it's a shorthand. (laughs) But really what I'm thinking is that there's this famous expression, which I'm sure all the people listening to this Mm. podcast know, is that people forget what you say, but they remember how you made them feel. Yes. So if you actually say something in a negative tone, like Mm. if you're cross with somebody... They're going to remember that more, aren't yes, they? Yes, because that's how they felt. And also, as all studies say, there's a negativity bias in the brain. Which is why in conversations, people say, if they disagree with you, you might go, yes, but. Well, immediately it's going to be confrontational then. Whereas if you go, yes, and there's another way of looking at it. That's using the right tone. Do you know something? I was in a meeting the other day and one of the ladies in the meeting used the most beautiful phrase. She said, could we have another turn of the wheel at this? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, which was a way of her saying, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. (laughs) But her tone was really inclusive and it was very friendly. Mm. And it's, could we have another turn of the wheel at this? Because she wanted us to maybe have another look at the price of something or how we were going to go about doing it. And I thought, actually, classy. That's a nice one. Okay, so we've determined that the tone is important in any communication. To be honest, most of us will understand that. I mean, I think what we don't always realise is how subtle those changes are. Yeah, but look... Just between you and I, Robin, Mm. there's often a time, I'm saying this very carefully, there's often a time where I'll say, 
something like, it would be nice if, or have you ever thought of that? And you say, your tone is odd. Your tone didn't match what you said, right? So you're super sensitive to tone. And I think most people are. I think they are. If you say to somebody, can you take the rubbish out? Now, <laughs> slightly sharing here. Well, yeah. We are slightly sharing. Yeah. And, and I do take the rubbish out. Of course I do. What I'm saying is you can say, oh, could you take the rubbish out? Or you could say, could you take the rubbish out? One implies I just need you to do it. And the other yeah, that's is true. you never do it. <laughs> so tone does matter. And culturally it matters too, because yes. culturally there's different tones, isn't there? I'm a mixture of different cultures. I know, for instance, in some of my background, there are times and places where you'd have a certain tone mm. and other times where you have to be more confident and you have to be more forthright yes. in your tone totally, um, to get heard. And in some cultures, it's not polite to big yourself up. In other cultures, it's expected. 100%. I absolutely agree. Robin, give me the different types of tones, just so we know what we're looking at. Well, I think we can have business-like. I mean, we were talking to your father, actually, and he said the problem with most business meetings is if you don't adopt a business-like tone, then some people are too loquacious, to use this phrase, and they go on and on and on. When you're talking about business, then be focused. I think that's what he was really saying. So there's a business tone, a professional tone. There's an academic tone. There's a firm and a confident. There's an informal tone, a friendly tone, an authentic Mm. tone. Does it depend on what age you are? Like if a 15-year-old person is quite firm and confident with you. Don't you kind of stand back and go, you know, you're just a teenager. Yes, but that's a respect thing, isn't it? You know, I remember when I was growing up, my mother used to say to all of us, call people by their proper name. We would Mm. never use their Christian name. It'd always be, you know, Mr. Jones or Mr. Smith. We'd never go, hello, Dave. We just wouldn't do it. (laughs) So not overly friendly. But now I do. When I call my doctor by his Christian name, but you always say, oh, did you see doctor such and such? And that could be cultural for you. I don't know. But but listen, um, I think tone matters depending mm. on your age. I really do. I think you can be more friendly when you're, let's say, oh, I think you could be more friendly when you're famous. Where the world knows that you've done something maybe in that sense. Yeah. You have less to prove. You have less to prove. Your tone can be different depending on who you are, what stage of life you are. Yes, but it is always down to respect. So if you're a 15-year-old and you're in front of a, the CEO of a huge company, there should be some respect there. Not overly, but there should be some respect, yeah. of course. And similarly, there should be some respect from the CEO to the 15-year-old. Wow, look, there's a 15-year-old standing up. And, and they have about, the confidence to come to see me. And they and, want to change the world. Yeah. They want to change the world. And actually, we want them in our business, yeah. of course. Yeah, all that. So if we're going to dive in and break it down a little bit, we're trying to tell people that if you start a conversation, whether it's written or voice, mm-hmm. in a certain tone, you may not get the reaction you want. In other words, yep. are we saying you've got to keep your emotions under check and try not to be, let's say if you're angry, try not to be cutting I was certainly of the generation that was, you know, if you haven't got anything nice to say, don't say it. I'm not saying that I don't always adhere to that. But, but Robin, <laughs> we have to have difficult conversations. We've talked about that in other No, podcasts. we can have difficult conversations, but they don't have to be snappy. They don't have to be aggressive. You can be firm. The tone can have clear boundaries. But you keep your self-respect then. The person who loses their temper loses, always. Although, let's say I'm in a mood, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't happen often, You're does never it? in a mood, Sian. I won't you. have it said. I Thank won't you. have it said. Thank you. <laughs> So, and nor am I, by the way. So let's say I'm in a mood, but yes. I want to convey something, whether yes. it's written or otherwise. No, let's let's just yeah. stick to. Are voice. you talking about in business or with me? Shh. <laughs> Zip. Can you hear? Can we hear this? Can we hear the tone there? So, <laughs> so let's say I'm a bit snippy. Yeah. What I should do is not turn sugary. 
or phony, should I? No, because that would probably come across as passive-aggressive and probably not authentic either. No, not no, authentic. No. no, I'm really happy with that decision. You think you're seething inside, so that doesn't work, no. <laughs> so we're not saying you turn sugary or phony. Mm. We're saying just move your tone mm. so that you get the recipient to hear what you have to say in a really respectful way. But okay. it is about being clear about what you mean. So if I said to you, the two big emotions in life, I love you or I hate you. Mm. I don't have to act it. And I think we were going down the route a few seconds ago, I think, of going, are we supposed to act these tones then? Mm. And I'm saying, no, we don't want to act them. We just want to be clear what they are. Right. So if I say to you, and this is what we learned as young actors, if you wanted to say, I love you or I hate you, mm. there's almost no difference in tone, but the words do the work and the intention is clear. Yeah. So if you say to somebody, we would never say this hopefully, but if you say, I hate you, they get it. If I act it, it doesn't work. I hate you. No, you don't. But this is really important, mm. and this is where we should move on to now, onto the written word. Because if I write, I love you, I hate you, mm. in the written word, you get no nuance. You have no idea where you're at. You or, don't know the volatility of those two words. No. And you don't know what relationship you're in or no. what that person is really trying to say. I love you, but I don't anymore. It might be behind it. Okay, so let's go down to the written word now. Mm. How do you nuance and change and adapt the tone of your written word? Most of us are taught at school to write, dear sir, dear madam, yours sincerely, yours faithfully, whatever the formal That's language is. That's so are. out the window now, Robin. Do you think it is? Well, maybe in email. If you're writing a formal business letter, you still might write, dear Mr. Jones, I enjoyed meeting you yesterday, whatever. Okay, I so it's very, again. very different to what you say, because you don't use a very formal tone when you speak anymore, no. I don't think. Solicitors will write very formal letters because they are legally formal. Yes. Now, imagine you're sending a CV into somebody with a covering letter. How chatty do you want to be on that? What tone do you want? Do you want them to think, oh, this is a nice, friendly person who will be great around the office? Or we mm. want them to be kind around the office? Or we want them to be a team player around the office? What is it you're after? Mm -hmm. And if you don't know that, the tone of your covering letter could be completely wrong. Right. So give us some examples. Well, I tried just before this going on to chat GPT. Now, the reason I used ChatGPT was I thought, let's come up with a fictitious person who is trying to send a CV in. So this is what I put into ChatGPT. Okay. And the only reason for saying ChatGPT is that it speeds the process up. Yeah. Now, we're not necessarily going to use what they suggest, but actually I think it was pretty good what they did really. It was good and really fast. So I wrote in here, please could you rewrite this in a professional tone so that I might get a good job in London. Now. And this isn't a real person. No, this isn't a real person. It's a, a fictitious person. And this is to help them write their cover letter. To get the tone of the covering yeah. letter. This is okay. all about tone, yes. Okay. So this is what we put in there. I'm a 35-year-old IT consultant living in Bangalore. I'm looking to come to London to find a job in IT. I'm qualified with an MA in computer science and have over 10 years work experience in large companies. I want to move my family with me and I'm looking to move up my career and get international experience. Okay, very plain vanilla. It's plain vanilla. It does what it says on the tin. I mean, it's yeah. quite clear. Yeah. But we asked ChatGPT to write that message in a professional tone. And this is what it said. I'm a seasoned IT consultant, age 35, currently residing in Bangalore, India with a keen interest in securing a challenging position within the dynamic IT landscape of London. You can hear all of it. 
dynamic, keen. It's got all those words, hasn't it? Those are professional professional words. I'm a seasoned consultant. Seasoned. Yes. Armed with a master's degree. Armed with a master's degree. Armed with a master's degree. (laughs) Professional language. Just ask you, have you ever been seasoned? Only if somebody's poured pepper over me. And then it carries on here. My professional journey has equipped me with a comprehensive skill set and a profound understanding of IT methodologies. If I sat next to somebody at dinner and they said that to me, I'd think they were talking dictionary. Yes, but you just said, Robin, that in a letter that this would work. I'm not saying it would work. I'm saying let's have a look at all the different terms. So if you go right down the route of professional, you end up with something like this. And that sounds good. Well, it sounds professional. I would personally soften that. I wouldn't say my professional journey has equipped me with a comprehensive skill set. I would say I'm experienced and professional, I think. And I wouldn't say with a profound understanding of IT methodologies. I personally wouldn't say that, would you? I don't think so. A profound understanding. I'd probably say with a deep understanding. With a deep knowledge of or something like that. So I think we could use this as a basis. Anyway, so that was professional. We then said, could you try this in a confident tone? Mm. So this is ChatGPT is using the same information with a confident tone. Mm -hmm. I'm a dynamic 35-year-old IT consultant currently based in the vibrant city of Bangalore, India. My journeys in the field of IT has been marked by a relentless pursuit of excellence. And I'm now setting my sights on London to elevate my career to new heights. Okay, so relentless, new heights. This is confident. Super confident. Confident words, yes. Confident. And I'm allowed to say it sounds very North American. Oh, well, we have a lot of listeners in North America. Yeah, <laughs> no, it no, does. But it does. No, no, culturally, they're very confident people. They are. And actually, interesting enough, my lovely father-in-law, your father, of course, is Danish. Yeah. Now, in Danish culture, as you've explained and he's explained to me, it's considered impolite to push yourself too yeah, far. Yeah, it's so bad taste. Almost, it's bad taste. So you almost underplay. And that's yeah. just a cultural thing. Yeah, yeah, but this sounds very confident. So another paragraph here. Driven by a desire for professional advancement and the quest for international exposure. I can't see your father saying that. I love the quest. It's all, yes. oh, yeah, no, I love that. That's a great and then even word. Here, in the competitive arena of the London job market, I see an opportunity not only to contribute my skills, but to thrive and lead. <gasps> thrive right. and lead. This is all thrusting. Can I right? say I'm never going to quest and thrive and lead? <laughs> no. I'm not, not that kind unless of person. Unless you're in Game of Thrones. Yeah. So here we are. This is now a friendly tone. Okay. So it came back now with a friendly tone. Hey there. <laughs> That's a we laugh right at the beginning. Right? right. Friendly tone. Hey there. I'm a 35-year-old IT consultant currently soaking in the energy of Bangalore, and I've got my eyes set on the exciting world of IT in London. I've got an awesome blend of academic know-how and real-world experience that I'm itching to bring to the IT scene in London. So this is friendly. Is that friendly? There's no how are you. No, you're right. And there's no I'm a good team player and I'm well, it does and say I've got later lots on. of friends. Oh, sorry. It does, it does say later it, on. Okay. Imagine the potential we can unlock together. Oh, together. Oh, no, that's assumptive. It is a bit assumptive. And also, I think this is overconfident. This isn't so much friendly. So let's, let's try another one. Could we try an authentic tone? So mm. this is the authentic tone. Hey, folks, I'm a 35-year-old IT consultant calling Bangalore my home. Now I'm eyeing London as the next stop in my career journey. With a solid MA in computer science and more than a decade working for big companies, I've got the chops to bring some serious tech mojo to the table. Chops? What is that? What is that? Is that authentic tone? Well, actually, it is more authentic. It is more authentic. It hasn't got that over-the-top puff piece around how confident and brilliant you That's are. That's true. Quite techy. It goes it's on solid. here. I've been around the block in the IT world, and I'm all about keeping it real. No fluff, just a genuine passion for what I do. I like that. That's, I really like that. No, that's actually. not bad. Now, we then tried poetic tone. Sian. Oh, did you? Right. So, Sian, here's the poetic tone. Okay. I wandered lonely as an IT consultant. No, you <laughs> no, 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 no. no. didn't. Swaying say. daffodils, no, exactly. all that, right? Yeah, exactly right. So, can we try one with a poetic tone? And ChatGPT says, certainly, here's your information presented in a poetic tone. In the vibrant tapestry of Bangalore, where tech dreams dance in the city's heartbeat, 
I, a 35-year-old IT sojourner, now cast my gaze upon London's poetic skyline. Clad in the mantle of a master's in computer science and a decade's journey through corporate realms, I aspire to compose a new symphony in the harmonies of London's IT Do cosmos. You know what? That is very, very Tolkien. We should put some music to that. I, I, some you're really absolutely right. Big my tale goes theme on. music. My tale is not just binary code etched in circuits. It's a narrative of family ties woven into the fabric of aspirations. <laughs> <laughs> this is fabulous, isn't it? The last one we did was humorous, and this this is actually I love, oh, I love okay. it. So so here are absolutely here's your information presented in a humorous tone. Hey, tech wizards of London, I'm a 35 year old IT maestro hailing from the spice curry capital of Bangalore. Picture this, me armed with an MA in computer science and a decade of surviving corporate shenanigans, ready to add a bit of spice to London's IT scene. <laughs> carries on. Why the move? Well, London's calling, and my family and I are ready to swap doses for crumpets. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. I'm well, loving it. it is good. It is. Yeah. No, but listen, which one of those is more appropriate if you're applying for a job in IT in London? Which one would get... You well, I think, this, I think this one might, because we carry on the next. I've heard the weather in London is as unpredictable as a Windows update. <laughs> <laughs> it all depends on your audience, doesn't well, it? Well, I don't know if I would ask that person for an interview. Genuinely, because they're being flippant and a little too jokey. Well, and actually, I'm trying to fit them into an organization where they're going to do their job. So I think it's a mixture of all of this, isn't it? It's a mixture. I have to read the last line. I've just seen the last line reading ahead here. So... Let's make coding as fun as a game of cricket and IT troubleshooting as entertaining as a British sitcom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if they were going for an IT job at our big broadcaster here, the BBC, maybe it would get them the job. It's who's receiving it that matters. But I would genuinely, as somebody who's done a lot of recruitment in the past, I'm not sure that I would take anybody... If they're too flippant. Well, like, it's like I'm just saying, it's sugary. The poetic mm. one is super flowery. The other one is very humorous. But I think you do that once you get the job over yes. a drink. You know, you don't do it now. This is your calling card, isn't it? This is where your tone yes, matters Yes, maybe most. a hint of it is quite good. Yes. So I think what's interesting about this exercise about tone here using chat GPT is if we think, do you know what? My CV is just a bit formal, a bit staid, a bit boring. Mm. Try different things. You might find one phrase. You're right. A golden nugget. A golden nugget. I like that phrase. You can pop that in there. So it doesn't have to be completely poetic or completely friendly or completely humorous. But I think we can pepper a little bit of that in there. Yeah. And I know certainly when I'm having a conversation with a new potential client, I always make sure that I have a little bit of everything in the meeting. Maybe a story that is humorous, Mm. something that is sensitive, something that is kind, Mm. something that is strong. And hopefully the whole thing professional. Yeah. But essentially you're having a mix of everything. So the tone doesn't feel artificial because it's a fleshed out human tone. And we have all those things. By the way, I don't know if I told you, but I was talking to a friend of mine. At no, work. you didn't tell me. Oh. He says in an angry tone of voice. <laughs> no, sorry, so what, what did you um, tell me? And that's Sianta's in a friendly voice. Yeah. But I was talking to a friend who was working in a big investment bank and they were doing all the recruitment using artificial intelligence. Mm. They were doing it so people sent in videos of themselves and artificial intelligence. Watch the video. 
videos. Watch the videos. So they weren't being watched by the humans. Candidates. No. Ooh. And chose the candidates. No, no, that's normal now. So you send in a video and then they ask artificial intelligence to choose the ones that have a certain tone that fits the bank. But they just threw it out, apparently, because it was giving them people with no character. They felt that they were getting the same people on board all the time. And actually, they need a bit of variety. The algorithm is going to look for a certain type. And I know certainly when I work in companies, maybe working with the executive board, if everyone is the same, you think this company is in trouble. Well, that goes to the whole diversity agenda. But it's the diversity of thought. Diversity of thought. But just going back to tone, I think really wrapping this up, it's a really complex subject and we could talk about it for hours. Mm. But first of all, it's really important. It's actually more important than what you say. So what we want to be is grounded and dignified. Mm. Let's not walk on eggshells and let's not be doormats or anything like that in order to get our tone right. What you're saying is have a little bit of everything that we just talked about. Mm. And if I'm allowed to say, don't squander the opportunity you have when you're writing something or saying something to somebody. Do it in a tone that is open, friendly, Mm. because you want to work with those people. You work with those people so many hours of the day. Of course. And think about the words you use. And we have a wonderful letter my great-grandfather's proposal letter. Mm. And it's a letter handwritten with lovely italic writing. He's obviously proposed in the letter to obviously what became my great-grandmother. And he said, if I do not receive from you a positive reply, I shall, of all men, be the most miserable. That is a perfect place to end this podcast. Have you ever wished you could become a confident speaker or presenter? Then why not join my online masterclass, Speak So Your Audience Will Listen. In 10 easy-to-follow modules, you can become a confident and authentic speaker. For more information, visit robinkermode.com.